Here We Are, the Pathhead Choir Songwriting Project, in collaboration with Autumn Voices, funded by Creative Scotland and a grant from the Hope Scott Trust Fund. Episode 3, Hand Me Down. You're always, um, I, I guess, taken aback by uh, the power of you know, a, a group of people that kind of share something and are, are all there for the same reason. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like, it's the same with the Love Music Choir. I mean, have, having been doing that for 10 years, that never, it never ceases to kind of catch me sometimes off guard, um, just kind of how powerful that can be. Um, you know, just when you realize that the there's a kind of a collective uh, yes. will yes to express something um and you know that just the the joy that comes from that um is so palpable you know the choir was was fantastic they, i've never seen them so focused on a job you know everybody was on board and the choir did an amazing i was impressed how much work everybody was doing with the the google drive files and like you know going off and practicing their parts and learning their parts and speaking to people's partners without them knowing that i'd spoken to them and they're going oh my god so and so was like up all night doing this part (laughs) and until the point i finally got to say go to bed you know there were there were stories like that sort of floating around in the community yeah um and everybody was really just into it it was it was good learning the songs you no know, as usual you know both you and Gina were very encouraging and um there were a few that were more difficult than, than others but the real um turning point for me was when we had the dress rehearsal right and we heard the all the people who had been involved in the composing of the these songs and heard their story yeah and wow, I was just blown away that evening. It was wonderful. Um, it really, really added a depth, didn't it? Oh, those- very much so, yes. The the songs were really good, especially when um, we had the professional accompanists doing it um, with us. Um, and each was so different because of the different people who had both composed the words and the music. But yeah. when you just heard the personal stories, that that was just the cherry on the top of the cake. It yeah. uh, just rounded everything off, and it meant so much more, especially when you knew the people that were singing, uh, were, were composing. Yeah, because that's quite a, a unique experience, really, isn't it? Being part of a choir that's singing music written by fellow choir members. It's, it's... Mm, very much so. Yes. So make a stand side by side with a daughter And I remember actually before we started the project, I remember talking to you because I was worried that people would be would find doing three gigs in a row difficult with their mm-hmm. lives and stuff, but you were very clear on it'll be really exciting for them to, to experience being on tour. And, yeah, and I think I think that that was true. I think I mean it's kind of nerve wracking because we normally only do concerts in our church where we, we rehearse, or you know occasionally the village hall here. But 
doing it in sort of alien spaces. They were really getting um, the stuff that we talk about. The the singers were things like, oh, this has got good acoustics or, you know, things that only through playing in different venues that you get to experience different audiences totally you know strangers yeah um normally our concerts are family and friends so it it was a real insight i think for them into the sort of world of professional singing if you like um and i just felt that something happened after three the three concerts the third one in particular i i i i just felt that they let go of the music and yeah. just started to completely sing into the room and 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 you know instead of just reading the music and they just owned it yeah. and projected and were just completely with me and you taking that direction and it, it was it was brilliant it yeah. was really really good yeah. yeah there was a sense of uh that the first concert being at home for them you know <laughs> Um, and then to move to the uh, the, the church in Morningside's uh, actually felt like quite a grand yeah. venue. Yeah. Uh, and then kind of um, West Barnes. West Barnes. <laughs> it was kind of like back to the the village hall thing, which yeah. which really does kind of encapsulate that kind of community spirit. Yeah. Yes. Um, much more so that it, it was nice that they kind of got to experience all those different environments there's something um addictive about um performing i mean you must um you you must become uh, addicted to the feeling of joy at having performed well yeah Uh, you and and gina i'm sure dave milligan must uh, must um be aware of that and kind of part of that. I'm I'm aware of it because I know how much pleasure I get from um, when I do something in public. I don't do now, but when I did things in public and it went well, yeah, you know, you you lived with it for ages. Yeah. Well, I got that feeling right through this yeah. process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Particularly yeah. so as time went on. Um, or at least as as the we move towards uh, performing it yes. and the appreciation of the audience, I was in. Uh, I enjoyed them all, but Dunbar was pretty nice too. It was lovely, wasn't it? it was I think it was getting back to that village hall community yes. kind yes. of space, and also because we'd had the three concerts in a row. Because uh-huh. I think for all of us, the songs were brand new; they've never lived uh-huh. before. So the more one performs a piece of a piece of music the deeper you get into it and you could really feel that with the choir uh-huh, uh-huh, at west uh-huh, barnes because uh-huh. it was our last gig of the run yes, yes. <laughs> my name is mary and I was at the concert that took place in Morningside Parish Church. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it was a, a lovely venue that you had there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I think I particularly enjoyed the fact that people were owning the music as, as their own and the songs as their own, um, which gave it a very special atmosphere. 
I loved the variety, um, particularly in the the musical arrangements. There there was a lot of variety. Yeah. Obviously, from all different musicians, so that yes. that was very special. Yeah. And although there was a theme to the songs, there was obviously a, a variety of topics that people brought in. Yes. Relating to age, which was really interesting. Yeah. There was. I I thought there was also a, a kind of Joni Mitchell-like element to some of them because they were they were telling stories in in quite a complex way. Some of them. Hi, I'm Fiona, and I went to see the Here We Are performance at Morningside Church. I just loved it, and I just felt it was very like wholesome and good for the soul. <laughs> and um, I sort of, I think probably generally when I listen to music and songs, I'm a bit guilty of not really listening that much to the lyrics or paying them that much attention and probably more listening to the music. But I really loved um, hearing people talk about their own lyrics and what that meant to them and sort of where, what they'd thought of and um, how they'd come up with it. And then I sort of really focus much more on the lyrics than I normally would. But I then felt a deep, much more of a connection to songs than what I normally would. Um, so yeah, I really loved it. And it, I just felt it, they all were so supportive of each other and the way they sort of spoke about the process and then even just sort of their faces singing the songs and watching each other talk about it was just really lovely. I mean, for some of the songs, I felt there was sort of talking about just family and friendship and um, I very much resonated with that personally and then the um, stuff that was more kind of generational um, you know I'm very close with my 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 parents and my grandparents so I sort of saw a bit of them in um, in the sort of other songs so um, yeah I definitely felt a connection to all of them in different ways. Yeah. I thought the choir sounded amazing and um I felt they were connected to the songs they were singing and, you know, taking it seriously, but enjoying it. And um, yeah, I just felt a real sense of sort of support and community um, amongst them all, which was really lovely. So I'm Barbara. I work in the health service as a doctor. Um, I'm a wife, a mum and a nana. What was your experience being being in the songwriting group? How did it? It, it was just such fun. It was, um, and I think you asked us to write something for the publicity and it, it was sort of, it was hard to sort of compare it to anything. It was better than a going for a, a week of poetry writing. It was better than a school trip. It was the... It's, and it was probably looking back to starting at university was was the last time I had the, you know, those sort of deep conversations with people. Yeah. Um, and I thought it, it was amazing that you set a framework that there could be that really deep sharing and but it felt very contained and very positive as well yeah um so you know it's going to be a memory I'll try you know I shall treasure forever yeah it's lovely Barbara well me too I can assure you now I think we were so lucky weren't we with how the group bonded because it yeah because yeah. you never know that until everyone's in the room for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And from the get go, it was just like yeah. wow. 
okay, this is this is going to be amazing. And so we started off the first few weeks doing the the kind of random writing exercises. How how was that experience for you? So I'd, I'd, I'd done that um, before through through my sort of writing experience, and I, I found that you know fine. It's it's always surprising what pitches up in, in one's head when when you give it space. Um, and, and, and also just occasionally things don't, you know, things don't happen. But again, I was comfortable with that, you know, where you're trying to write and you're thinking, oh, what, am we, what am I going to have for tea tomorrow? Or... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think having that, having the, the sharing with everybody, you kind of keep bouncing off other people, don't you? Which is yes. yeah. it's kind yeah. of inspiring, actually. Yeah, yeah. Hearing, and hearing other people's reactions to words and phrases is just extraordinary, uh, yes, it, it's like it's just amazing to have um, the same prompt and just the enormous diversity of the places that it took people. It, it's just I, I just find it astounding, really. So then halfway through or so, um, we started trying to shape um, some of the creative writing into song form. How, how was that? How did that feel, that part of the process? Um, well, quite, quite early on, well, the thing I loved most was the song that, that we wrote together. Yeah. Um, that, that, was, that was just amazing. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I know that we didn't com- complete it, but sitting around the table and I, and 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 the again the honesty and the way people could supportively challenge. No, I don't think I don't think I like those words. Can we look at that again? Yeah. Um, and and I was very brave and sang a little phrase saying, "Could we do this?" And you yeah, said, "Oh yeah. yes, we can." <laughs> um, but so I think that's my most treasured memory. But I'd I'd had this. Um, I've been slightly, um, can't think of the right word, overtaken by soup and different sorts of soup and all the different things that soup could represent. Yes. Um, and it was, um, I, I think the hardest part was that all the lovely words and phrases that, that you couldn't keep. Yeah. So there's like a whole barn of all the words that we didn't use. Yes. Um, and and also I really appreciated your help, Sophie, in terms of finding that simple narrative arc in the hand-me-down song because yeah. um, that made it much more powerful than than because I think at one point I was sort of ending up with an enormous philo- philosophical unanswerable question and the, just the simplicity of the, the narrative arc. And there was also something really deep in terms of my own sort of grief in terms of making it universal. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but somehow I stepped away in a really helpful way and I think that really helped me process the grief. interesting for me because um 
I think with with your song and Andrew's uh, grandfather's biscuit tin, I was talking with him this morning. For me, quite very early on, I got the the sort of song songwriter sense of of what could be from both of those. You know, the depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the, and and actually, the simplicity in subject matter, but but the fact that that subject matter could encompass so much depth of of emotion and human experience um and i was very very grateful to both you and andrew for allowing me to to push you you know so to 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 get more into that simple yeah 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 um and i had great faith in 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 the potential moving nature of each of those songs and i mean hand me down is absolutely stunning i think and just the the idea of calling my mum the soup maker um, again i'm not quite sure where that came from but it was you know that that was such a good thought to have had yeah so Um, lovely and and it's about noticing those isn't it and catching hold of them absolutely absolutely no so such unique perspective I've, I've just thought of another thing, um, which which sort of surprised me was was just how all the choir members just loved the songs, yeah. And um, and people could have felt, you know, oh, I wasn't allowed to take part in the songwriting. You know, it could have could have been difficult for them, but it was just fabulous yeah. how how they embraced them and yeah, loved them. It was very special experience um because I certainly felt a very strong attachment to all the songs and all the songwriters and it was just great having them you know them, them having breath and being heard yes Um, we all brought a treasured object to our first songwriting workshop. My object was a quilt that I'd made for my mum, Isabel, to bring summer into the winter of her life. It was made from squares that were made with um, beautiful cotton Liberty fabrics and the squares together to make crosses. And for my mum, her faith was central to the person she was. She believed that she could love because she had been loved. And she also saw love as something not to keep hold of, but to give away. Jean's Blue Stone, uh, that really captured my imagination. Mm-hmm. And um, you'd suggested that we listen to Suzanne Vega's song called Small Blue Thing, which was about this thing that was sort of changing. And there were lots of different moods and emotions. And um, and somehow that me, took me to soup um, and then soup makers. Um, and my song, the theme was about love and loss and loss and love. Um, and I also being a shout out for all carers and for all persons who need or needed to be cared for. And it was the the last choir rehearsal ahead of the first concert that I actually asked if you and Gina would sing the song because a, a dear friend wasn't going to was in choir but she wasn't going to be able to come to the concerts. Yeah. And I was slightly shocked to find it was just it was so beautiful to hear it. But I was quite so- shocked when I look up to see that a lot of people were crying. Sometimes we say songs make us cry. 
But I wanted to subvert that and say that songs can let us cry. This episode features the song Hand Me Down, with lyrics by Barbara Haightley and the Pathhead Choir Songwriting Group, music by Sophie Bancroft, performed by Sophie Bancroft, Gina Ray and Dave Milligan. You can read more about the project at autumnvoices.co.uk forward slash projects. To find out more about the work I do, you can visit www.sophiebancroft.co.uk.